Welcome to the early show later, episode 72. I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. This episode is entitled Shake This. Okay, so yesterday on the program, I was we were talking about how Jason Manning uh, is just incredible at tracking stuff down and the challenges I've had of finding Taylor Swift's Taylor's version of Red on Vinyl. Yeah. Who do I get a text message from last night? Jason Manning. He's on top of it. So what did he get for you? He didn't get anything for me. He just told me where to get Taylor Swift read on vinyl, right? He's like, you got to go to Neptune Records. They got some in. I'm just looking at like because he, he thinks of others. Yeah. He, he remembered yeah. our conversation earlier. And he is so plugged in so to plugged all in. of that stuff. So I was like, right on. So he's like, you know, message them and get them to hold a record for you. So I did and they won't. <laughs> but I, Because you're not Jason. Because I'm not Jason. <laughs> And that's fine. It's, it's super high in demand. I'm going to attempt to go there after our work day today on the way home. I'll see if they got one left. I hope to have a positive update tomorrow on the program. Right. Okay. I don't know if Jason listens to this podcast. No one does. So how could Jason? How did he know? But then he texts me like, you know, after we talked about it, then he texts me. Weird. That's, you know what? Because I was manifesting he, it. Yeah, you were. And I think that he heard you telepathically. Yeah, that's neat. I think he just understood. So I'm very happy for you. I hope that you do get that record that you are so uh, excited about finding. And then we talked yesterday about uh, the 1989 track style, which is a jam. So I, I fired that up. I was drive, I had to go driving to my trivia night. And um, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to listen to a little Taylor Swift, this grown man in my Honda Civic. <laughs> Just bombing grinding. down Highway 1. Yeah, just <laughs> grinding through Front Street in Columbia, smashing out Taylor Swift 1989. But on Spotify, right, people can see what you're listening to. My sister texted me and gave me grief. She's like, we don't listen to 1989 right now. Oh, really? Because there's not a Taylor's version of it yet. Oh. She's like, we only, we, Swifties. The, yeah, the Swift. We fans. only listen to Taylor's versions for, for political and corporate reasons. Very, you know, and I understand, I understand the fight, but I'm like, I want to hear style after we talked about it. <laughs> but I really want to hear that song. And speaking of the fight, you know, Taylor Swift has been in a fight with men controlling her career. It's, she's been fairly public about that over the years. Um, and uh, we have that on our podcast today. We had it on the radio program talking about a lawsuit in California where a uh, woman is suing PlayStation for gender pay discrimination. And so we are talking about that. But before we get into equal pay for equal work, we've got Debate Club. And if you could do away with one social interaction forever, what would it be? Death Cab for Cutie. It's Gold Rush on 1027 The Peak. It's 6.06. Good morning. The early show with Karis and Jeremy. And I was going over this poll that came out yesterday about Canadians and the holidays and how close they're planning on getting. Apparently, almost half of Canadians 
who responded to this Leger poll said that they are going to hug and kiss over the holidays. They're going to invite people into their homes and there will be a handshake, a hug or a kiss. Apparently 45% of Canadians said this is what they will be doing at holiday gatherings and Christmas parties. Although in BC, it's only 37% of people said that they would be doing that. Yeah, I guess I don't really see too much of a difference these days uh, between close friends and vaccinated people, to be honest. So, yeah, and I'm that, actually surprised it's that low. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, kind of. And the pollsters said, well, they think this is showing that Canadians are relaxing. Yeah. Or maybe uh, they just have the COVID fatigue. And it's like, I'm, you know, you know if we're all vaccinated. Can we not have a hug? Is like, our, is that where we're at? I kind of like both of their interpretations of the data. I think it's like we're relaxing and then and fatigue. Both things are happening. Almost half of Canadians are going to ditch the social distancing during holiday parties. Hey, it's the early show. I'm Karis. Hey, I'm Jeremy. What's up? And so I figure, well, I guess there's no open mouth kissing at our peak Party, I guess. I thought maybe there was going to be o- optional open mouth kissing. Yeah, <laughs> optional. I mean, it's our first one. We don't know what the Christmas party is yeah, going to be like. I guess, I guess we'll see. But uh, I think it was 45% of Canadians or something in a very recess, recent Leger poll said that, you know, when it comes to holiday parties, they're going to hug, kiss. We're going to do all of those sorts of things. Okay, that's fun, I suppose. Some social distancing we could keep, though, right? Forever. Yeah. I know there's many people that are like, uh, if we kept the masks all the time. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're sick, if you have a cold. Or you just want to hide your face. I'm like, I want to look like a ninja all the time. And also in the winter, it keeps your face warm. It's warm. There's been times where I'm like, oh, I don't need to wear my mask now. And I take it off. I'm like, I'm going to put it back on. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's a little chilly. Like I- a hug for my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we ha- there has been a lot of discussion, too, about, okay, well, do we really need to, for instance do the handshake when we meet strangers you know maybe it's just time to get rid of that i thought we were i thought we were moving beyond that i thought that was part of what the pandemic was doing was realizing maybe we don't need to handshake with strangers yeah you don't like the handshake what is it about the handshake that is just like gross to you i think if we're going to get rid of one of these kind of social interactions between strangers i feel like let's ditch the handshake I, I just don't think it's necessary. You can do a bow. You could do like a Vulcan hand salute. You could do a little like, hey, wave. Like, I bow to no one, Karis. <laughs> tip of the hat or something. You know, I think that would be perfectly acceptable. You don't have to reach out and get your hand intimately acquainted with somebody else's sweaty palm. Fair enough. I just I feel the handshake is classic, you know, like an old fashioned. It's just as old school and, you know, sometimes I like that vintage energy. I would get rid of uh, the cheek kiss for sure. That's always weird. It's always weird. It's almost always weird. And then, like, do I wipe off the kiss, like, right in front of the person? You know what I mean? Old grandma, you know, Gertrude gets in there, gives you a big old kiss. And like, you can feel it on your face. And uh, she's right there. And it's like, do I, do I wipe it off right there? Like, just hand goes up and it's like, thanks, grandma. <laughs> Or do I got to kind of wear it for a bit and wait till I'm in a private space and then just be like, oh, God, you know what I mean? So the cheek kiss could go. um, (laughs) And it just it reminds me of DJing too much, you know, 
people get it really friendly when they've had some booze. I'm sober. I'm just like, no, don't. I can like, I can smell your cheap bar drink on my cheek now. But you know, the cheek kiss is European. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's cool. It, There's a cultural vibe to it, I suppose. Exactly. That's, I mean, you're talking about old school cultural vibes. The cheek kiss. That's you know that goes back in Europe until the. I think that what was that pre medieval times that they started doing the cheek kiss sure, in Europe. Sure. I don't know. Like I said, if they smelled maybe more like an Aperol spritz, yes. If they smell like your weird, you know, gun soda and vodka, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I think we've got it. We could get rid of them both. Mother, mother, bit by bit on 1027. The Pete, good morning. The early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 742. And uh, we want to give away some Vance Joy tickets for your take on which social interaction should we get rid of. Uh, we got some great texts at 280-1027. Uh, Taylor says, uh, I would ban the elbow bump. Taylor's not into the elbow bump. I always feel so awkward while doing it, and I don't ever want to do it again if I don't have to. Uh, also, Stephanie says, can we banish coworkers that want to give that awkward hug at the Christmas party? Yes, cool. yes. I'm always like, side hug is cool. Yep. Uh, Rob says, kiss on the cheek if you missed the mistletoe. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Alex's is uh, from earlier in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. We can't read that one on uh, the. Uh, we can't read that one on the radio, but you can just look back at Dr. Bonnie Henry's old advice from earlier in the pandemic. Has to do with holes. <sighs> yes, uh, but thank uh, you, Alex. Thank you, Christina. Says please, no more kissing. I think the cheek kiss is definitely up there, and we got Tina on the line. I would have to say this is how I think it might be because of COVID, but I'm forever ruined, or maybe it's perpetuated it. But I think the cheek kiss for sure because. One, usually it's not from somebody that you want it from, right? It's it usually never like, is. Yeah. It never no, is. It's like a moistened lip kiss Ooh. on the cheek. And you're like, no, thanks. It's so gross. Yeah. And you know what? We actually got a, a tweet response to our poll from Jen saying, I'd like to see how many votes for cheek kisses are women because it's a greeting I could absolutely do without. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. And I just said moisten, so that's also like adding to the fire. So I <laughs> The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. One oh. Call or text Harris and Jeremy. 604-280-1027. We got some Vans Joy tickets that we're giving away. And uh, we're asking you, uh, if we were to get rid of one social interaction forever, what would you get rid of on our poll that's up on our uh, Twitter right now? At the peak, we've got handshakes, cheek kisses, the elbow bump, the high five. But of course, you can write in any answer you like. Uh, you know, if your take makes it on the radio, a text or phone call, uh, you're in the draw for these Vance Joy tickets. We got Dallas uh, on the line right now. I'd be happy to get rid of the elbow bump. Elbow bump is, it's silly. It is. And we just recently <laughs> invented it for the pandemic. And it just. I feel like the elbow bump is pre-pandemic, but it's like office cold and flu season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember from like school. Oh, interesting. For me, I just was aware of it during the pandemic. But yeah, I think it feels awkward and it's not cool. Yeah, it's like, a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's like it's not cool. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I said I like the classics. <laughs> 
Nathaniel Rayliff. That's uh, Nathaniel Rayliff. The night starts doing SOB on the early show, 1027 The Peak. Good morning, you guys. Uh, there's this story of a woman worked for a big tech company, found out that uh, she made less money than the men on her team, right? Yep. Uh, goes to go get a raise, and they fire her. It's like, hey, I just want to get paid the same as you know everyone else around here. And they get and she gets fired. And Karis, this is a story you know all too well, very personally. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, a woman in California working for PlayStation, and she is accusing them of gender discrimination in a lawsuit. Um, and she says that she alleges that Sony tolerates and cultivates a work environment that discriminates against female employees. And I've been in a situation where I have had to go to my employer and ask for a raise because I'm being paid less than the men that I work with. And I can't figure out why right. there's there's no reason for it. So. So, so you go in there, so you're you like, boss, I'm right. Yeah. Hi. Um, this seems completely unfair to me, and I need a raise. And let me tell you, that is not a fun thing to have to do. It's very uncomfortable. You know, you're putting yourself out there. You have no idea what the reaction is going to be. But when it comes down to it, I felt like I need to stand up for myself. You know, right. this is this is completely unfair. And so I need to do so you you go in, you do that. It's very uncomfortable. And then what I got was I got gaslighting. I got, what? oh, well, you were hired for a less important role. Oh. It's like, oh, well, nobody told me that when <laughs> when I was being hired. Nobody had told me that when, uh, you know, I was signing paperwork. Oh, by the way, you have a less important role. So it's like, okay, so then does that mean that I should be shrinking my contributions? Should I be doing less? Should I be trying less because I'm being paid, you know, 30% less? Should I come to work 30% less and try? Should I be smaller? Should I shrink myself? Is that what I should do? A little tiny, tiny carrots in the corner. Or I'll just be over here. Or maybe should you step up and acknowledge that I'm an equal contributor and you should pay me exactly what the man is making? Okay, question for you. Yes. When you're in the hallway before this meeting, okay? Before you've had this meeting. In the hallway, were they always like, hey, Karis, you're great. Yep. We love you, Karis, right? Yep, yep. Okay. actually, actually, quote, unquote, leading the charge. Oh. <laughs> leading the charge. Okay, so you're the one going first into the breach, okay? So that's what they say to you in the hallway, right? Yeah. That's Tuesday. Yeah. Karis, you're leading the charge. Wednesday, you go in to ask for a raise, and then it's like, let me tell you all the things wrong with you, right? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. What? They always do that. Yeah. That's July Talk, doing a song called Push and Pull on 1027 The Peak. Good morning, you guys. Uh, Karis, you found this interesting study that's out of uh, University of Washington, the University of Houston in the United States that kind of shows that at a very young age, kids almost self-select you know, whether they're going to have interest in uh, like STEM sciences, right? Like engineering, mathematics, computers, you know, based on their gender. As young as six years old, they start to demonstrate that. Well, and they they demonstrate um, the just the uh, this idea that w girls aren't interested in STEM fields 
and boys are, like these stereotypes. And you think, well, but you're six years old. How can you have this stereotype already ingrained in your brain that girls don't like these sciences and boys do, which is complete BS. So, you know, it's really... It's kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> and which, it's weird, like, when they do this little say, for example, they'll put, like, a computer game down in front of a little girl, but then they'll tell her, they'll be like, or they'll put two games down, and one will be a computer game and maybe one's a traditional game. And then they'll tell her that the boys prefer the video game. So then they choose the other one. And this is just, you know, this is that's gender. Like little, that's little kids, man. Exactly. Like right there. And the gender bias showing up as young as kindergarten, grade one, grade two. And it's, I mean, it sort of shows the uphill battle that there is to try and get more gender parity, more people of all genders into certain areas and particular, particularly in the STEM sciences. And a really good documentary I've seen on Netflix. I watched it a few months ago, but it's probably still there. Uh, It's called Picture a Scientist. And it's about women in the STEM sciences. And this is in the United States, but they focus on a few uh, female scientists and their struggles within that world to, uh, you know, get enough uh, research money, get enough space to do experiments um, and also there are examples of women who are incredibly harassed i mean it's it's an uphill battle to be able to carve a place for yourself in this in in this world of science that has been dominated by men since forever ago and it's you know you can see how uphill a battle it is when young children are so biased already into like is this even a world for me maybe not that's unfair the early show. Okay, we'll call it a podcast today. That's it. Feel free to tweet at us whenever you would like at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis C H A R I S Hog H O G G. Tell us what social interaction you would like to get rid of, and we will give you some potato chips. And you know what? We got a lot of uh, text messages when we talked about the gender pay uh, equality. Uh, on the show earlier and we got I mean Karis you got a lot of text messages from women that were just like either ages right on or they shared their own experience and I mean not everyone's gonna be comfortable tweeting their experience maybe publicly but you know they could DM you or something yeah yeah exactly we don't Um, we're not trying not to get anyone in trouble on the radio no if you ever message the show about a sensitive topic like hey you could be like oh please don't use my name but we generally are pretty good at knowing when we shouldn't be like let's (laughs) You know, carry from, you know, major corporation, you know. Yeah, exactly. We will. If you have something you want to share with us, we very happily share any story anonymously on the air if that's something that you're willing to have happen. Yeah. And some people just want to share. And it's always good. I mean, it's good, I think, for you and for me and for them and for everyone. You know, when you're just sharing stories and we talked about it off air about the gender pay equality and part of, you know, how do you change it? And part of it is just making stuff public and yeah. just being open and honest about stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Like just sharing stories 
you know, if something worked for one woman, share it with other women. If something worked for one man to help a woman or what, you know, you can do to be an ally or just get out of the way, you know, sometimes it's as easy as that. Yeah. What can you do? What are best practices? Yeah. And one, actually, one really big thing is as a man is to share your salary information with the woman that you work with, with women that you work with. Because chances are, She's probably making less than you, but she doesn't know that. And if she's going to go and fight for more, she needs to know what she should be fighting for. And all, I, and I think that makes that contract negotiation super easy. You know, Gary gets $10. I get 8 So just make it 10 Yeah. It just doesn't need to be this mathematical equation. You know, it's like. Make it. You're making it easy for whoever needs to sign the check. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> done and done. Neo. So get a hold of us whenever you would like. You can also text us during our live radio program if you'd like to listen to that. Six a.m. to ten a.m. Monday to Friday on one zero two seven The Peak in Vancouver. Okay, we got like a hundred meetings to go to now. Oh my god, I, mean, we I feel have like so, my oh, phone just, is like I think different bosses being like, "Where the f are you guys? <laughs> We're coming." <laughs> Okay. We got to finish this podcast. All righty. Okay. Bye. See you. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right. We're done here.